Hello everybody, it is Sam speaking to you now from the Sam and Preston duo that run the Planning for the Worst podcast, the one that is running out of things to say uh, related to the Planning for the Worst podcast. Um, okay, today's content warning is very brief. Um, we do talk a... I, I tell a story about a time a Japanese kid almost fell into a pit of boiling water at Yellowstone. Um, he didn't, so it's not like anything actually happens. Um, we talk about super glue. We talk about big holes in the ground. Um, we talk about. I think I made a joke at the expense of marine biologists. I make fun of tennis a little bit. Um, that is everything I can think of. Um, I'll say one more thing before I wrap up this content warning, which is just an apology for the episode coming out. Uh, delayed as it is um oh wait hold on <laughs> okay well i'll get to it in a second but uh i do want to apologize that because me and preston are still trying to work figuring out how to make a schedule work we're not used to you know regular content production um and you know we're both pretty busy guys at this point um hopefully once i get settled into college in a few weeks um things will settle down and it'll be easier to put out an episode every week but as it is now things are a little bit off the beaten path so please try not to be dismayed um, we are going to be putting out episodes whenever we can. Um, I promise that. Um, one last thing is that, uh, there are opportunities in this, uh, run, in this, um, in this episode for you to listen to our advice. Like, you could put glue in the ground to fix holes. Like, that could be an earthquake solution. Don't do that. Don't listen to us. Um, I pro don't do that, please. Uh, don't listen to us ever. Um, okay, well, with all that out of the way, uh, go ahead, listen to the episode. I hope you enjoy it. I'm going to hand it over to myself. Uh, take it away, Sam. Okay, we can do this. Hello, Preston. <laughs> Hello, Sam. Ah! Oh, oh my god! Oh! Oh, shoot. Oh? No, sorry. I No, I goofed it up. Because I was waiting for I was waiting for you to mess that part up, and when you got it right, I got really excited. Um, ah, so you messed it up that now. Dis well, that distracted <laughs> me from what I needed to say. But it's okay. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. Uh, it's this. This is what I have to say. What show is this, Preston? Oh, Sam, that's a great question. This show is uh, planning <laughs> for the worst. It's a show where uh, we look at some absurd hypotheticals, and we just we try to figure out what the best way to to go about it is pretty yes. pretty fun pretty neat it's so fun it's so neat now okay Preston usually I'm the one who puts forward uh, the question today or mm -hmm. the, the I don't always what ugh, what does that even mean god <laughs> Sam god you're doing a podcast try to be professional about it Jesus alright uh, anyways Preston usually I'm the one who pitches our, our questions but this one uh, was this one was very much a, a creation of your mind so mm -hmm. I want uh, why don't you let uh, why don't you let me know again I mean I already know what it is but why don't you tell me and then proverbially tell the audience as well yeah, yeah. So uh, I want to I want to introduce this topic with a question. Uh, on a scale of one to ten, what would you rate the Atlantic Ocean, just from your own experience? <laughs> um, well, as, what I would mean, you, what would okay. your Yelp review of the Atlantic Ocean be? <laughs> uh, it was big. It was wet. Um, full of water. Lots of fish. I liked. Um, <laughs> there was salt. A lot, a lot of salt in there. Couldn't drink it. Tried to drink it. Um, 
three out of five, uh, six out of ten for can't drink the water, but it did look pretty cool. <laughs> okay, so that's that's a pretty decent review of it, but I've got a better proposal for you. I bet you probably okay. like land a little more than a bunch of ocean, right? I well, assume you I would. mean, okay, I guess some part of me does. I would rather live on land than in the ocean, in the deep underwater parts. Um, exactly. Okay, perfect, yeah. I do. Lo- I <laughs> so, love land, Preston. I love it so much. <laughs> so with that being said then, Sam, I think it would be a great idea if we could figure out how to somehow just drain the Atlantic Ocean, just cancel it, get rid of the water, <laughs> dry ground. <laughs> and the Atlantic Ocean is over, party. <laughs> exactly. That's what That's what I want, Sam. That's what I want in today's episode of, of Planning for the Worst. How do we drain the Atlantic Ocean? That is a, that's a tall order, buddy. That's, that's <laughs> a lot that you're asking of me. Um, Mm-hmm. So this is maybe our this is maybe our biggest uh, goal that we've ever tried to set um, on the podcast. Holy cow! I mean, we've reacted <laughs> to some pretty catastrophic situations, but in terms of things that we are trying to get done, damn, this one's tough. <laughs> this is a pretty pretty big challenge, I would say. <laughs> <laughs> okay, all right. So I have one idea. I have, and it's pretty bad. Um, I have one <laughs> idea right off the bat. Uh, okay. This yeah, is yeah. My pitch. I'm excited I'm sure to hear this. I'm sure you've thought about this more than me, so we'll 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 let me get my bad idea out of the way, and then we can <laughs> okay. talk about whatever your amazing plan is. Um, okay. Okay. Here's so here's my plan. Here's what I want to do. I think that in general, in my life, when I need to get water out of a thing, it is usually <laughs> in the context of me like drinking it, like it's in a <laughs> cup, and I'm moving it into my mouth. I'm draining the cup. Um, and there's, I mean, there's two main ways I like to do that. I either like to, you know, gulp it down, just pour it in my mouth hole, <laughs> or I'm partial also to a straw. Um, and I wonder mm-hmm. if maybe we could use straws uh, to get the ocean water out of the ocean. And now I know I said earlier that we can't drink it. I that was the big that was the big sticking point in my Yelp review. Yeah. But. Maybe we could just use the sucking part of the straw and not, like, the drinking half, you know? <laughs> so what do you want people to do? Do you want everyone to come to the Atlantic Ocean with their own straw, suck up a little bit, and then, like, spit it <laughs> onto the other side? <laughs> um, okay, well, that'll, that would work for a little bit, but, I mean, then they'd, their mouths would be salty. Um, maybe it would be better if instead of just like spitting it like right behind you you just like you carried like a mouthful of salt water like back to the center of the country and then spit it out there <laughs> and we just have every every person from every bordering nation to the Atlantic Ocean just constantly running round trips uh, spitting mouthfuls of the Atlantic Ocean into you know a big reservoir somewhere <laughs> but Sam Sam, have you ever have you ever held salt water in your mouth for more than like ten seconds max? <laughs> well, Preston, no, I can't say that I have. Uh, that that moment hasn't come up in my life yet. Although I'm I'm down to try it sometime. Um, and also, I'm not like against the idea, just from like pollution and things like that in the ocean. I imagine people mm-hmm. might get like a little bit of plastic in their mouth whenever they do it. Uh, so it might not be a great experience. From what I understand of nature documentaries, it's a pretty bad thing to get plastic in your mouth. I mean, like, that seems to be, like, the number one worst thing that can happen to any animal. Um, 
and I'm assuming so who's humans to say? are included in that. Maybe the yeah, only exactly. reason humans aren't constantly choking to death on plastic is that we're not in the ocean, you know? Maybe if we were <laughs> in there, we would, that would be a bigger problem for us. It's possible. I mean, imagine, like, imagine plastic just flying around in the air all the time. Like, that'd be kind of <laughs> hard to avoid, don't you think? Oh, yeah. No, I, I would have already, I would have been long dead, too. Yeah. Like, I don't know. A piece, I don't a think we give animals enough credit. <laughs> That's true. Okay. All right. So we'll take this moment briefly. Nice job, uh, all you sea animals. You did so good today, not choking to death on all of our plastic. Um, yes, good job. Woo, yes, queen. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Um, so wait, is that, well, okay. So I guess we can't have people just like carrying salt water in their mouths. Probably not. But okay, Probably not. I, have one, I have one more piece of straw, straw idea. Okay. Okay, go for it. So like. What is, when you're sucking on a straw, when you're pulling, like, your orange juice into your mouth, Mm -hmm. the way you do it, and this is a very, this is now a science podcast, this is about the, this is a human body podcast, is you pull the air out of your mouth into your lungs, and that creates a vacuum inside your mouth that is then Mm -hmm. filled by tasty orange juice. So, what if we, like, we, like, got a long straw... And we just, like, sort of whoop, propped it up into the ocean. One end is sitting in the ocean. It's a big straw. Mm-hmm. The other end runs all the way up into space. All the way now, to space? All the way to space, Preston. It's a big, <laughs> long straw that goes to space. And But the thing is, is then the, the vacuum of space becomes the mouth vacuum. Huh. And it just, like, sucks up all the water. <laughs> You know, it's not a half bad idea. At first, I was a little opposed to it because you had briefly mentioned it right before we started recording. But now, yeah. now that I think about it, I mean, it's not its not that bad of an idea, you know? Like, there's some potential there. Who's it's to say big that... It's space straw. Exactly. <laughs> so maybe, maybe that would work a little better than I thought it would. What happens after the water's gone, though? Does it continue to suck up what's on the earth? Is it oh, start no. sucking up we the ground <laughs> through the straw? <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, I didn't really think about that. I mean, like, because the ocean is one thing. Like, that that's the thing about the straw plan is that straws don't really have, like, an off switch. Um, <laughs> it's just sort of like, I mean, like, once it starts sucking, it keeps going. So, well, first of all, it would not only get the Atlantic. It'd probably get, like, all of our water, all of our big ocean water anyways. Uh-huh. Um, and that wouldn't be good. It would also suck up all the, all the animals would all get sucked up into space. Oh yeah. Um, I didn't think about that. <laughs> which, I mean, maybe <laughs> if they were still in the water, maybe they'd be fine. Can you... <laughs> They're just if like this water big ball of water. <laughs> maybe they'd be fine way out in space. I'm not really sure. Um, I'm not a Might marine possibly. astrophysicist. Um, <laughs> But okay, there's any the astrophysicists listening. <laughs> I got distracted. The main problem with the big straw idea is, like you said, Preston, we could end up with this horrible situation where, since we can't stop the straw from sucking, it just like continues to pull all of the earth through the straw, and then <laughs> then we've just moved the earth like I don't know, yay miles to the left. We haven't <laughs> at that point. We haven't done anything. Does That's the earth reassume its form whenever it goes through the straw? Well, um... <laughs> or is it like this long tube shape? Don't... No, 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 don't sort of ask like about a stick. that. like a stick. First, uh, don't not ask. 
um, about <laughs> about that. Whatever. But, okay. <laughs> I'm I'm willing to move on from the straw idea because I don't okay. trust I don't trust that we're not gonna get completely sucked through on a planetary scale. Because I'll be honest, Preston, I was kind of making up all those straw facts I told you earlier. I assume that's how a straw works. You were? I haven't done any. I haven't done any extensive research on straws. On straws, for all I know, oh it just sucks and sucks and sucks until there's nothing left ever. Um, <laughs> Sam, this is professional podcast. You're supposed to do your research before, man. But I, that's fine. I'll excuse it. Probably, I'll excuse it. Okay. All right. I'm sorry, Preston. I will never do that ever again. <laughs> Thank you. I'm sure you won't do it in the next episode. <laughs> okay. Well, what do okay. you got for us then, Preston? What's your best? What's your best plan as of right now? So I I appreciated the straw themed ideas. Right? They weren't they weren't bad. Definitely got some potential behind it. Uh, but I've got a couple different ideas. Uh, Ooh. First of all, I think the one that I appreciate the most. Uh, is just displacing the water onto a different part of the earth. So it's sort of the same way with the straw, uh, but instead of, like, using straws, you sort of just create, like, giant dams, just, like, all around the Atlantic, and then you use, like, these water pumps to just pump the water out of the Atlantic. And you just <laughs> To the do other that. side. Yeah, to the other side. Wherever we deem the Atlantic to stop, you just pump it onto the other side of the Atlantic, whether that be okay. onto land or onto a different body of water, doesn't really matter. As long as the Atlantic is dry, that's all we care about. Uh, oh, so, okay. so is that true? That's that's really all we care about because I think there so. are going to be some major humanitarian issues with just putting <laughs> all the water on Croatia. I mean, like <laughs> those guys aren't going to be okay. You know that, right? <laughs> Here's the thing, though. While we are you know, potentially, we'll say theoretically getting rid of some land by completely covering it with the Atlantic Ocean. But I think you're missing a very important point, which is that we're creating a whole new body of land that is was once the Atlantic Ocean. So now we've got all this new living space that people can live on. And I think there's actually more... Yeah, more like area from where the Atlantic Ocean's at than there is on the surrounding countries. So potentially, it's even better. It's a it's a better solution than if we were to not drain the Atlantic because we get more space, uh, and it's easier to trade with countries, for example, because we're all together on one, you know, big plot of land. And we never have to worry about the ocean. And if we're pumping the water out, then we pump the fish out with the water, too, so the fish are okay. So I sort of see that as a win-win scenario, right? Okay. <laughs> I guess that works. So now my whole – when I was thinking about this idea of draining the ocean, Preston, I was like – I was focused mainly on the mechanics of getting it up and out, you know? But oh, just like getting your, rid of the in water. In your plan, you've sort of waved that away a little bit. All you've suggested is that I, we just pump it, I guess. I don't know. How long could that possibly take? <laughs> <laughs> well, We're just pumping the ocean out. I want to I make Google searches, but uh, I don't think that's super necessary. Because if we could figure out how many gallons of water, you know, an industrial-sized pump could pump out every hour then we could compare it to how much water there is in the ocean and figure it out. Um, but that's not necessary. That's not necessary. We've got all the time in the world. 
let's say, you know, let's say it takes uh, four months to pump all the water out. <laughs> okay. Uh, Whoa. Big, big <laughs> low estimate there, Preston. I was ready to counter four years, and then you said months. Four I years. Was like, well, no way it'll take. No way. Just a, just like a hand pump, pumping out this, <laughs> pulling, pulling ocean water out the spigot. It's not good enough, Preston. It needs so much longer than that. You need years and years. So many, but so much time that you would need to that, dedicate to this. That all just depends, I think, on how many pumps you set up. If we set up, this is most. This would be the most optimal plan. If you set up pumps on the border of all of the dams, uh, oh just God. around the entire Atlantic, then I mean you're pumping out you're pumping out a lot of water every day because well, you've got now some some piece a lot of the perimeter of the Atlantic Ocean is just in an ocean. So I don't know what <laughs> how do pumps work when they're just completely surrounded by water. What are you even doing there? I you'd have you just... to. Um, I guess you'd have to put the pumps above water when they start and okay. pump them out to the other side. So just just above where sea level is with the Atlantic. That's that's where you would plant the um that's where you'd plant the pumps uh on the dam and then it just pours it over. And then you never have to worry about the the pumps like, you know, like you said, just getting full of water like you said. Uh, because it's just on one side and it continuously is going down, so it's not raising at all. Uh, okay, so, <laughs> that's my solution to the issue you just brought up. Uh, okay, I'm sure there's other issues <laughs> that you may see. Okay, well, all right. So here's so here's something we can talk about this now. I don't know how much more we need. We could. Okay, so I I do like this idea of like a sort of wall of pumps, basically, like <laughs> as many on the wall as we can fit, just like constantly draining water out of it and i think that actually you know if you were able to go as hog wild as i think we're both imagining i think you could actually do it pretty quick i mean like there's not that mm. much water um <laughs> there is there's that, not that there's much, so water. much water <laughs> um okay so i i want to now briefly talk because draining the ocean we're not just talking about like getting all the water out for like a moment right like a single mm. second and then it all collapses back in because that, that was super ineffective and a big waste of resources. <laughs> um, yeah. So what, I think what you also need is a way to keep all the water out. Are we just talking about big... We're just talking about big walls here, Preston? Mm-hmm. Is, that the, is that the main idea? That's okay. my, Yeah, that's the, that's the idea that we're kind of running off of, or that I'm kind so of running here, off of right now. All right, so here's my scary concern about the big walls. This, these walls is... These walls is... These walls' main strength... <laughs> is that uh, they keep out water, right? No water's mm-hmm. getting through these bad boys. Exactly. Right. So what's the long-term plan for dealing with rain? I mean, like, <laughs> presumably, presumably the walls of the Atlantic Basin and the floor are really good at keeping in water. Because if the floor wasn't good <laughs> at keeping in water, all the water would have gone through it and... Uh, just would have it would have like you know like it sunk sinks into the ground when you water your garden or whatever mm-hmm. it would have sunken into the bottom of the earth and evaporated into steam so presumably the bottom of the floor of the ocean is also pretty solid so when it rains Preston it's going to just start filling up slowly mm. and slowly it will not go you, anywhere you bring up a good point Sam I didn't think about uh, how strong of an adversary the ground would be in this scenario but I've got a I've got a solution that I just thought of. Um, have you ever watched, uh, 
like a big tennis tournament, like one of the major opens. Preston, uh, you'll see where I'm going with this. Preston, you'll see where I'm going. I, with this. you, I think you have sincerely overestimated my commitment to the sport of tennis. Um, <laughs> no, Preston, no, I have not watched any major tennis tournament or tennis open. I don't even. Why is it called that? What does that mean? I don't know. Why is it's it just called that? It, it's open, I guess. I, it's open for all. Fun for the whole family. It gets closed when it's over, though. Come watch the ball Goodbye. game. Come watch the fun ball sport. So, okay, I, I'll explain it for you then. Here, here's where I was going. In the the major opens, all of their courts, they're like their center courts, like their biggest courts at the biggest stadiums. They've all got um, ceilings that <laughs> you can use, uh, and they're like they like retract and they can like go over the court if it starts raining, so that nice. the players can continue to play in the event of rain. It's a great thing, you know, keeps the game going. Well, what if in the same fashion as the U.S. Open, for example, we yeah. create this giant ceiling that we can just expand across the Atlantic anytime we see it's about to rain so we can minimize the amount of rain that's hitting the Atlantic. That's smart. I think it's a pretty good idea. <laughs> yeah, no, Wouldn't that's be that actually... hard to make. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's good. That is a... Okay. I hadn't thought of an umbrella. I hadn't... I... <laughs> so, sorry to dunk on your amazing analogy there, Preston, but what we... I mean, we were talking about an umbrella, right? We're just a big thing we put up there so the water, instead of hitting us, hits next to us, you know? Yeah, okay. that's what we're going right. for. <laughs> and umbrella. Okay, so that is a that's a plan then, I guess. I personally, I have no more objections to this water pump <laughs> empty of the bottom of the ocean society that we've built here. I have in okay. the interim though come up with a few other ideas that we can talk about for draining the ocean. Uh, if you want to, if but, I I don't want to move on though unless you're ready to move on from. So I was <laughs> I was going to say if we're going to create this giant umbrella, uh, I think it's important that we understand just how big it has to be. Uh, the area oh. of the Atlantic Ocean is 41.1 million miles. <laughs> so so we've, we've got a lot of ground to cover with our giant umbrella. I was thinking we could just, like, sacrifice some of the, like, the country surrounding. Because at this point, no one's going to be living there anymore, right? So we that's could true. use the land that's, you know, kind of submerged by water because the water from the Atlantic is there. We could use that as our base and just kind of create a giant support system on the, like, North and South America and then, like, Africa and Europe, we can, like, West Africa, West Europe. We could use those two points to, like, create our foundation for this giant structure. I don't know if you've got any better ideas for that or if you think that's satisfactory. For um, building the big umbrella? For building the um, big umbrella. I mean, like... Uh, the is there like is is there some rule that I'm 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 worried at least a little bit uh, about the superstition of opening an umbrella indoors? Um, <laughs> are we is, do we have concerns when we're like setting up this umbrella that like I don't know what if like the world of what if what if in in the eyes of the umbrella gods the people that sort of smite <laughs> us down in in with bad luck for opening an umbrella indoors? What if those guys are like seeing this big umbrella and it's like well the the world is sort of opening an umbrella and it's also in the solar <laughs> system and it's 
and that and in that way we've opened an umbrella indoors and then we have bad luck for oh. for forever basically is that i Dang. okay maybe i'm maybe i'm overreacting i don't know maybe that's not real maybe that's not real honestly though like i i think that's a valid concern i don't see why it <laughs> wouldn't be <laughs> besides it, besides how, besides it being you know made up entirely but other than that of course yeah. <laughs> how do you appease the umbrella gods hmm oh boy we are on a tangent preston <laughs> holy cow we're so far into the woods i don't know how do you usually do it don't you like you throw salt over your shoulder maybe we have to like oh, mass yeah. evacuate all of the world's salt content into outer space <laughs> i don't know it's mostly in the ocean water preston <laughs> I've got an idea. I've got an idea. We've got a whole lot of salt water that we can use just for our own discretion, right? What yes. if, in the same way that we're using part of these continents to support our giant umbrella, uh, we can use part of one continent uh, just to create this giant salt cannon. Uh, and then we use another part of a continent to create this giant pot so we can boil all the water down to salt water and then we can put it in our giant salt can that just so conveniently that is just so conveniently located on the other side of the continent and then just launch it as far as we can <laughs> get elon musk on board i'm sure he would be a fan of doing this yeah uh, he, i don't see why he, he wouldn't be he has big space tools and he is sort of insane so i'm sure he'd be on board with everything that <laughs> yeah we're doing. Um, so we we could okay, definitely great. help have him help. <laughs> we have officially thrown the proverbial salt over our proverbial shoulders, and now we can proverbially continue on with our conversation. Um, Yay! <laughs> woo! We got off the tangent. We are no longer talking about space umbrellas. That's so good. I'm so glad. Okay. So proud of we, us. <laughs> okay. 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 All right, final final concerns with our bottom of the ocean society, Preston. What do we need yes. to address uh, before this plan is good to go, factory ready? You know, like ready for oh, the masses. Right, right, right. I, I I'm glad you brought this up because I forgot about it. Uh, so in the Atlantic Ocean, there is what is called the Mid Atlantic Ridge, uh, which is essentially. Uh, a ridge. If I read it correctly. Yeah, it's a ridge, but it's it's the meeting point between two tectonic plates uh, on the Earth. And Sam, I I don't know if you've ever lived on a uh, on the surface of a tectonic plate before. Uh, it's not <laughs> well, recommended. I can't say I have, Preston. <laughs> Tell me about it though. I'm I, I'm curious. Enlighten me. <laughs> so there was this one time that I was living on Atlantic Ridge. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> I think it would be a little dangerous. Uh, because, well, one, uh, just below tectonic plates, Sam, uh, happens to be a lot of magma, a lot of magma. Uh, so you're kind of living on the edge, both metaphorically and literally, because I mean, that's <laughs> dangerous. You don't I don't want, know. I mean, hey, do, shoot, don't fall in, I guess. <laughs> don't fall in. Like this angsty teen, he's like, dad, you can't tell me not to go to the ridge. No, Whoops. don't do it. <laughs> <laughs> um yes, that's unfortunate but the ocean also uh j even just ignoring the atlantic ridge the ocean is really darn close to the like the center of the earth you know uh just so we have a perspective the ocean's depth the max depth of the atlantic ocean is twenty-seven thousand feet deep uh which just so happens to be about 
percentage? 5.3 miles deep. Uh, we are 5.3 miles deep into the crust of the Earth. I don't know how deep the crust of the Earth is. I could, I could look it up real quick if you'd like me to. Uh, but I imagine five miles underground is probably not where you want to be. So uh, we got to figure out how to not just automatically die when we get to the when we get to our new Atlantic society. Yeah. Okay. So I've got two. Oh my God! It's Atlantis. Okay, it's called Atlantis. I just figured <laughs> yes. that out. I'm sure that at least somebody has been screaming this entire time, like, "Oh my God! It's Atlantis." Okay, it's Atlantis. We're making Atlantis. All right, we got it. Never mind. Okay, moving on. Sorry. Um, okay, here's what I've realized about the big crack in the Earth, um, the tectonic plates. Uh, mm-hmm. Okay. There are, I have two main concerns, dealing with the fact that probably the water that used to be on top of this crack was, like, sort of keeping the magma in check. It was, like, cooling it down, turning it into rocks and stuff. If Mm -hmm. we take all the water away, I'm I'm assuming way down there, it's going to be, like, really hot, like, all the time. Um, Yeah. So that's really dangerous. (laughs) Um, so I need a way, and within, there's also the concern of falling into the into the big crack in the floor. So I need a way, or when I was trying to think of an idea, uh, like five seconds ago, my main thoughts were I need a way to both deal with the magma coming up out of the ground, and I also need a way to stop the hole from getting at getting at us, getting us in there. So my mm-hmm. main idea is this, Preston. What if we just like I don't know, like just like sort of crazy glued the crack shut? They just like put a bunch of <laughs> Filled it in with liquid cement, and, and paved a paved a parking lot in uh, paved a parking lot in paradise. Uh, I think maybe that would just seal it up. I don't know. Probably nothing bad could happen if we just plug all the holes. So are you suggesting then that we just like we just like throw some like flex seal over it and just call yeah. it good? Well. <laughs> I'm sure we'll have to reapply every couple of years, you know. They say As Flex magma, Seal lasts eats for- it away. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. They say Flex Seal lasts forever, but I mean, I'm sure, you know, you find... When, you, when you're talking about centuries, I mean, I'm sure you hit an upper limit somewhere um, where we would have to re- <laughs> re- refill this, this void. Um, yeah, that makes sense. Um, <laughs> as I look at this, I, I looked up how deep the Earth's crust was. Uh, turns out... It's actually way deeper than I think. Yeah, I knew uh, it. I was like, I, I didn't want to say anything in case I was wrong, but I was like, I'm pretty sure, like, the water is, like, not that close to the core. Yeah. So the water, um, here's here's what I read. Uh, the Earth, so I'll just read verbatim. The crust thickness averages about 18 miles under the continents. This is just the crust, too, not even any deeper. Uh, it's only about three miles uh like thick under the oceans though so i think that's definitely something we need to focus on because where we live now it's we've got about 18 miles of crust but on the (laughs) ocean floor we've got only three and it says that it's light and brittle and can break uh in fact it's fractioned to more than a dozen major plates and several minor ones it's where most earthquakes originate uh so this takes us back to the original issue that we had earlier uh, and i think it makes it even worse now actually because uh, the crust is even thinner than the crust that we have now on the Earth. If earthquakes are as bad as they are, with us being 18 miles above Ooh. the crust, oh, how bad good. is it going to be when we're living, A, right next to two tectonic plates, and B, only three miles away from the ground that is literally moving? <laughs> oh, boy. That, yeah, is, that, that is... is my concern. Hmm. 
Damn. I don't know about glue. I don't think glue can solve this one. <laughs> Oh uh, shoot. Maybe we could maybe we could glue the tectonic plates into into position so they won't move anymore. Okay, super glue, Preston. <laughs> How about super glue? Yes. That's, yes. You're a genius. <laughs> We've beat out single-handedly like 3000 miles of just uh earth by using super glue. You're a genius, okay. Sam. <laughs> All right, so I can't just say super glue. I need a way I, okay, I need an actual proposal. All right, here how about this? All right, I I propose a, a, a team of, a, of several thousand individuals that is just in this in our new Atlantis is sort of constantly sprinting around filling in brittle the brittle crust of the earth every time a new crack pops up you phone it in <laughs> and the glue squad comes and they just <laughs> seal up that hole and eventually everything is gonna just be stable because we will have re- replaced the brittle crust with a uh, a solid crust of glue a solid crust okay. of, of 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 super glue <laughs> that you is know, i <laughs> you can, I can get say no that. preston i know this is an improv podcast and i know that you <laughs> you're supposed to yes and that was the, that was maybe the dumbest idea i've ever said in my life you can well, you can you can no and me on this one preston i have no i you can totally no and me i i seriously go for it if you want to i mean take take okay. that shot well then i here's the thing though i don't want to say no because i also can't think of what would be the best option i think <laughs> is the is the glue is the glue patrol not the best option for this? If we keep sealing up all the holes that pop up, and we've got a squad of just thousands and thousands of people who are dedicated to filling these holes, we lo- we launch this giant propaganda program. Talks about how you know it's our civic duty to fill these holes. Well, it's uh, not their civic precedent. We don't gotta trick people. I mean, like they want these holes filled, or else we'll all yeah. fall into the lava and die. So yeah, it's but if we also important. make people, if we give them that incentive to, to believe in filling the holes, because if people aren't educated, you know, they may be against filling the holes or whatever. Uh, so if we if we launch this environmental reasons, <laughs> dumb. I want to fill the earth with glue, and you can't stop me. It's gonna be glue <laughs> all the way down. Shut up, liberals. <laughs> That's a joke, by the way. That's a joke. <laughs> That's a joke. Um, that is a joke. A joke. I think. I just told a joke. <laughs> Guys, this whole thing has just been jokes. Please don't get offended. It's all just jokes. <laughs> also, don't put glue in the ground. I don't know. But now we're getting into the. I'll say it later. I already said this in the disclaimer. They know not to put glue in the ground. I, they already heard that part. We, we can move on from worry from that concern. Don't worry. They they already know Preston. I already told. Okay, them. good. But so while they while they shouldn't put glue in the ground, we definitely can. And I think that's exactly what we should do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. Good point. Okay. So, what is so then what does I I, I mentioned the propaganda thing. Uh with that being said, what is our what does our Atlantis society look like now that we've I mean, have we have we settled it? Have we drained the Atlantic? All right. So here's where I'm gonna no end myself. I love the glue squad, and I love this sort of. I love the idea of building a society around adhesive. Um, it's such a unique. It's such a unique thing in our world. The sticky, you know, it, it just doesn't yeah. get explored as much as I would prefer. So I'm glad that we're taking this time now to imagine a society wholly focused on 
on sticky <laughs> adhesive glue stuff. Um, but here's so okay. I don't know if it works. I worked in Yellowstone for a summer. Uh, last summer, I was I, I was I stayed in Yellowstone, and that so I do know a little bit about thin crust because if you don't know anything about Yellowstone, it's like above a huge uh, like it's like one of the biggest activities, one of the biggest spots in the world for thermal activity. So. You have, like, really thin crust sometimes over, like, insanely boiling water. And there's just, like, walkways on the paths on this insanely thin crust. And if you step on the crust, you fall through and you die. One time I almost saw oh. a Japanese kid just, like, fall into the fall into a pit of boiling <laughs> water and burn to death and just literally i just saw we were in a we were in a thin crust area and this little japanese kid presumably couldn't read the sign although they do have multiple languages i guess he couldn't he was a child he couldn't read yeah he like just sort of wandered off onto the crust and i was with the ranger and she was like well i we can't really do anything i just hope he doesn't fall through and we just sort of had to oh terrified just watch this happen anyways so we're a little bit off topic Jeez. and a little bit morbid <laughs> Uh, the kid didn't yeah. fall into... I didn't watch a Japanese child boil to death. I didn't watch that. Um, but anyways, we... Um, so what I'm trying to say is, like, we could maybe put walkways, but generally for building a whole society, it's not... On this thin crust, Preston, I, I have to say from my time in Yellowstone, it's really just not a great idea to put, like, our... Mm. Put all our people down in there. <laughs> There's going to be yeah. massive casualties... <laughs> And if you try to build, like, a building or anything down there, I think the odds are pretty high that you're just going to, like, <laughs> it's eventually going to just sink into the ground and kill everybody inside, which is brutal. Uh, Absolutely yeah. terrifying. <laughs> we don't okay, want that. Okay, so, all right. And so I am now proposing to uh, to advance beyond Atlantis society. I, okay. I want... I don't think I. am still totally. I want to drain the ocean like you, like you do, Preston. <laughs> but I'm thinking that we move like we maybe have to invent a new tactical reason for getting the water out, <laughs> other than just um, you know, other than just building a society down there because I really don't think the society is such a great idea. And this okay. opens us up to some other uh, other ideas for draining it, which I I do have a couple. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Let me so, let me let me hear him then. I think you bring up a good point. I still am in favor of trying to make Atlantis society work, uh, but I am open to open to other suggestions because in the end, all I care about is just getting rid of the water. Hate it. I had a, a really bad experience at the Atlantic once. Uh, There's a wave <laughs> that was a little too strong and it hurt my back just a little bit, sure. and I want it gone. I want it gone. So as long as as long as we can get that, then I am a uh, I am a satisfied customer of playing okay. the worst. <laughs> All right. Well, so I I do have a middle ground solution that is it, it does sort of it gives us opportunity for you know global development and you know sort of pushing a new making new space for people to work on. Um, and mm -hmm. it but it does inarguably remove. Um, remove all the water so one thing so i keep returning to this juice analogy in my head like what are all the ways to get the juice out of the out of the cup what are what how what there's so many ways to get juice out of a cup um there are one way if you i don't know if you've ever tried this preston maybe you were washing dishes and you just sort of got bored um but if you put <laughs> another cup like if you push it down into the cup with the liquid in it all the water or juice or any, you know, whatever you got in there, 
all of it just sort of, it like squeezes out the sides and all the water comes out. It just sort of gets displaced. Mm-hmm. So what what my idea is is what if we just filled in the Atlantic Ocean, you know? Like what oh. if we just what if we moved all the dirt from the countries and we just put it we just sploosh we throw it into the ocean and we keep doing that until there's no more Atlantic Ocean. So are you are you proposing it's so we kind of create the Atlantis society but instead of moving down we move all of the dirt up to the top and we yeah. just displace all the water. Oh yes. Huh. Well, <laughs> I hadn't thought about that before. <laughs> so, so in this in this scenario then does it also still just flood everywhere around it? It has to, right? Yeah, because water, water, when you sides. displace it, when you do it in the juice, it kind of like shoots water everywhere. It's a very messy process. I mean, I, I don't <laughs> recommend it if you're wearing some sort of nice cashmere. Uh, it's gonna get you're gonna get a little bit wet. It's gonna be a wet and wild time uh, when you're doing this. Uh, <laughs> when you're doing this massive earth <laughs> earth scale uh, water relocation experiment, it's gonna get wet. Um, Everyone so, yeah, wear water your is just sort of gonna go everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, if we, so if we put the dirt into the Atlantic, it, it sounds funny just saying it, how high, <laughs> how high are we going to build up this, this new dirt society or this new Atlantis society that we've made? Is the dirt only going to go to where sea level is now? Um, or are we going to try to make it higher? Because if it's sitting just at sea level, here's what I think might happen. The water will just sort of like when your house floods. And you've just got like this inch or two of water just across the entire <laughs> the entire house. Yeah, I, that's what true. if the same thing just happens, but just like across the entire world? Then everyone's just kind of uncomfortable because they're living in a couple inches of water all day long. <laughs> yeah, that'd be bad. Your feet would get all wrinkly. I don't think that's. I, I would. I okay. Good point, Preston. So we do need to build it up a little bit higher than the actual ocean. I don't know uh-huh. how much. I don't know how much is a good amount. A couple feet is probably <laughs> fine. I mean, like, how big How big do waves get? However big enough uh, so that the waves aren't constantly, like, knocking people over on the edge. <laughs> the biggest wave that I saw when I was at the Atlantic, keep in mind I was on the, the very shore, especially considering how massive the Atlantic is. I was. Is this, on... is this the wave that knocked you over and caused this lifelong vengeance inspired yes. in you anyways? This is okay. this is the wave that I have a vendetta against. <laughs> this and I'm wave sure you, was... you know it. You know it every. You know every inch of this wave. You've studied it yeah. for years. And okay, so good. <laughs> you have the dimensions on the biggest wave. That's great. Thank I re- you. I remember the moment vividly. Uh, it it scarred me. <laughs> it was probably. I mean, it was probably like ten or fifteen feet tall. Like it was a pretty big wave. What? Uh, you got hit by a fifteen foot tall wave? No, it wasn't that tall. It wasn't that tall. It was probably. <laughs> I'd say That's ten. Like... That's like three me's. Just no, hold on. I'm not five feet tall. I'm a little bit taller than that. <laughs> That's like Trying... three five foot tall people. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to visualize how big the wave was. Uh, I mean, it was a. Uh, yeah, I guess I guess closer to ten feet would be better. Okay. Um, from like from like where my feet was like sitting on the ground uh, up to you know the tallest point of the wave. It's probably about. Probably about ten plus feet. Uh, Terrifying. And also, the reason why it hit, like, why it hurt my back, was because it was moving fast, and I jumped against it because it was fun to like get myself pushed. Uh, and so my back was just a little sore after it. So while it's halfway my fault, uh, I'm also ex- incredibly upset at this wave. 
Um, where was I going with this? Oh yeah, the wave size. How big waves are. <laughs> yeah. So just on the surface alone, it's probably about, I mean, ten feet's probably the biggest you'll see, and that's not even reaching the like the actual coast. So as long as we build it up a few feet high, and also we'd have to use something that wouldn't erode away, because Ooh, if we just use dirt, true. if we just use dirt, it would kind of just wash it away, you know. And then we'd be back down to the ground, and we'd have all we'd all have wrinkly feet, and we're trying to avoid that, of course. <laughs> now, okay, so I, I don't know. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you. If you have an idea, go ahead. But no, I do no, have a plan. you're fine. Okay, okay, okay. So what if we just all right to counteract erosion? Because what people don't understand about erosion is that it doesn't just when stuff gets eroded, it doesn't just go nowhere. It goes into the water. So what uh -huh. if we just you know after we build this new thing. What if, like, every couple of years, we just, oh, no, it's starting to erode? What if we just move it back? We just... Wait, what do you mean? <laughs> well, we just sort of, we put all the dirt, we, okay, we lean into erosion, is what I'm saying. It, so, like, when erosion decides that this island needs to go, we just, like, <laughs> we're like, okay, fine, we'll put all the dirt in that part of the ocean. You happy now, erosion? We just built the new oh. society over here. <laughs> We just sort of, we stay, we stay ahead of erosion by just constantly tearing our own society down and rebuilding <laughs> somewhere new. So we just relocate by like, what, 10 feet to the west every year? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. That's fine. That's <laughs> erosion can't, erosion could never. Erosion can't keep up with a plan like this. We're so much better than erosion. We're geniuses. Ha <laughs> <laughs> Erosion, you suck. If erosion is listening to this, stop. We don't want you to. Suck it, erosion. <laughs> Boom. Okay, I, I'm a fan of that idea. It's 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 very funny. Um, I was thinking about uh, tackling erosion, I guess, and trying to stop it from happening rather than like leaning literally into tackling it. it. I mean, I know that erosion is listening to this podcast. We could go and find him. We could tackle him. Sorry. Don't, don't mess with our societies ever again. We, no more. We gotta go rough them up. <laughs> I was I was thinking rather we just create like a solid foundation. Uh, we use concrete. Ooh, boring. Like that. Ooh. Boring. But Ooh, how how hard would it? Lame. <laughs> Sam, imagining displacing a million people like ten feet every year. Like you gotta move I... buildings and things like that. You can't just do that. <laughs> well, you just move all the ones from the far end from the eroding end. To the new end like you and so everybody you have probably like each building can last like a hundred years you know because the whole island is sort of just constantly shifting around but each individual piece stays in the same spot for some time okay okay, okay. Whatever. <laughs> but wait wait, wait, wait hold on hold on we're ignoring an important piece about erosion i'm sure erosion is super offended while we're saying this like while listening erosion Good. doesn't just happen on one side it doesn't just happen on the west side of the island it's gonna be happening on the entire the entire island so what do we what do we do about that does the island just continue to get bigger as we expand more and more hmm. <laughs> um, erosion i'm so sorry we misunderstood you <laughs> oh okay 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 how about this idea so if erosion is coming at us from all the edges of the perimeter of our new society <laughs> what if we move dirt from the inside of the society out towards the outer rim so our perimeter <laughs> just sort of constantly expands thereby pushing erosion back and we sort of at that point we would be digging like then the, then we would have like the A atlantis oh like big hole except the difference is now we don't live in the hole we live on the rim you know huh. 
Oh, so, so we we're just, living on the rim instead. Well, yeah, there's no so water. We would, so we would, our society would sort of become a constantly thinning ring that would get <laughs> thinner and thinner as we moved dirt from the inside of the hole to the outside. And we just keep <laughs> repeating that process over and over again. But I've got an idea. So <laughs> okay. is the center filling up with water, though? Because if the center's no, not filling up with wouldn't. water, then we've got new we... dry land. Well, no, no, no. It's Well, the center isn't filling up with water. It would be like you... If you it'd... It would be like if you, um, it would be like if you put like a divider in the juice cup, and then you like, I don't know, started pushing that divider out towards the rim of the cup. All the juice would be pushed out over the top of the cup. It wouldn't be coming into that middle section. That middle section will stay uh-huh. dry and empty. But again, that's like the thin crust zone that we can't like live on. So, I, I can, yeah, I don't think that would exactly work long term. But we're not gonna be we're not gonna be digging this hole like five miles deep, are we? I mean, how much well, we how wa- much dirt well, we do we need? To, we would want to dig it as deep as possible because Preston, like I said, if our perimeter keeps expanding, but we have the same volume of dirt, we're gonna get thinner and thinner as we go along. So it's probably best to maximize our resources by, you know, just pulling, pulling <laughs> dirt from as deep down as we can get it. I, I, okay. That's what I thought, anyways. But so I mean, then I, I, so either way, whether we live down in the hole or we create our own society. We're going to have this giant gaping hole that you just have to not fall into in both scenarios. In the first one, don't go into the Mid-Atlantic Ridge, Ridge. But in the second one, now we've just created our own man-made hole of death that just falls into the abyss. Yeah. Uh, and just don't go in there. <laughs> don't. I, I, yeah. Please don't. I, <laughs> don't go in the hole, you idiots. <laughs> I guess it works. <laughs> It's that same kid with his dad standing on standing on the edge of the world pit. And he's like, oh, what are you going to do, Dad? What are you going to do? I'm, gonna, I'm standing on the edge. That's what... <laughs> Edgy kids. He's, we, have a, we have a reckless kid on this podcast. He is, like, he definitely yeah, has propensity for some dangerous places. He has found himself in da- more dangerous scenarios than most people will ever find themselves in their lives. I mean, like, Imagine dang. just... Standing on the edge of the world, like I don't know, it's never an experience I've had before. Like just looking <laughs> I, down. Well, I've been to the Grand Canyon. I imagine it's like okay, the yeah, Grand I guess Canyon. I have too. It's like it's like the Grand Canyon, except like ten thousand times more. <laughs> <laughs> it's so much more than the Grand Canyon. <laughs> Wonder how long. It's the Grander Canyon. <laughs> <laughs> I was, this might have this might be a bit of a morbid question. How long would it take to like fall though? Because, you know, there's, the, there's like, boy. that running trope in cartoons where, like, they fall down this really long hole, and you can hear them screaming, and it, like, fades out, and it's like, ah, like that. Yeah, certainly that would happen. <laughs> I guess it would. Maybe we should explore that. You wouldn't be able to hear that. them Maybe all the way down. <laughs> that wouldn't work. Um, how long would it take? Mm, I don't know. It I mean, you got to fall, like, five miles. Like, five miles? Preston, this is, I mean, this is Googleable, so we could, you could Google that if you wanted to. If you really care, Preston, I would advise you. Here, you know what, Preston? I'll take care of it. I will, right now. How long does it take to fall five miles? Let's see. Preston, this is the content our reader, our listeners want to. All right. Um, I guess, uh, yeah, okay. Oh. <laughs> All right, so this website doesn't really understand what I was asking. They were like, they, they said, well, it takes around an hour and 37 minutes uh, to walk five miles. 
<laughs> so if your walking speed is 9.8 meters per second squared, that is, you're going to get, it's going to take about an hour and 37 minutes. Um, That's a really fast walker. Yeah, dude, the power trip, okay? He is, he's, he is burning calories a mile a minute, almost literally, I would say, he's at that speed. He's traveling at terminal velocity, but horizontally. <laughs> well, it's his walking He's falling speed, sideways. <laughs> That's just his walking speed, Preston. Wait until you get him in oh a speed, gosh. dude. Maybe it's Sonic. <laughs> okay, great. Um, I don't have an actual answer. Wait, hold Thanks. on. How long does it take to fall one mile? Um, okay. It takes, okay, just under 20 seconds to fall one mile. So you could be falling oh my for gosh. over a minute. You'd be falling wow. for like almost almost two minutes. It'd be well, quite, no, but you're, a little bit. Your velocity is increasing every like every Wrong. second. Uh, you, hit, you hit terminal velocity in like 12 seconds, Preston. Do you really? Yeah. Um, and then it's actually a little bit different than that. I, I do happen to know this is a little bit like the the mouth vacuum thing. I'm not entirely confident on this, but once you hit terminal <laughs> velocity, you actually slow down a little bit from terminal velocity. Uh, you only hit terminal velocity like a little bit, uh, and then drag starts to slow you down a little bit because you're not gaining speed anymore, and uh -huh. drag will slow you down. So huh. you, you actually, I mean, like, so you hit terminal velocity at a point, and then you kind of start slowing down from there actually so okay uh, the the answer the answer to the question is not as crazy as i thought it would be because it's just like eh, i don't know a minute maybe lol <laughs> <laughs> the answer to the question that didn't matter is an answer that also surprisingly doesn't matter so whoa can, <laughs> yeah i know isn't nature crazy isn't nature amazing um <laughs> isn't that just wacky <laughs> okay all right so I want to have. I want to put my last idea on the table uh, while we're okay. sort of we're because we are getting close to time again. Mm -hmm. um, I would like to put my last idea on the table, and it, okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna return to the juice analogy because if I didn't do it here, it would be breaking <laughs> the rule of threes. Um, That's and true. <laughs> that is what makes things funny. So, <laughs> if you don't know, guys, the rule of threes is a comedy rule that basically <laughs> says if you do three of something, now it's a joke, and it's a funny joke. Um, so do it three times. <laughs> For laughter. Um, like how you've explained the joke now. You've explained the joke before you've even now told it. <laughs> no, that's not the joke. The joke isn't... I mean, the joke is... Preston, this whole podcast is a joke. No, I've only yeah, told you, once, you've explained how the joke works. The joke. Yes, okay. So maybe the illusion is sort of falling. Maybe the rule of threes is conditional <laughs> on the fact that the audience doesn't know what that means. Um, okay, <laughs> anyways. So to complete, this, to complete this epic trilogy, this epic rule of threes, what... Okay, one way to get juice out of a cup is to put a bunch of something else in the cup until eventually there's no more juice in it. If you were, if you had a cup full of OJ and you ran it under the sink, it'd take like mm. a, a minute or two, but eventually there'd be no more OJ in the in the cup. So you if are correct. draining if if draining the Atlantic just means getting all of the Atlantic water out of the Atlantic, that then <laughs> could we just like could we just like I pump the pacific in until it just like <laughs> until it all moves around <laughs> Wait, are you so, suggesting just like creating an artificial current in the atlantic so that it all moves the opposite way <laughs> yeah i just want it to all get out of I, I mean it is a it's a very okay so we sort of have a theseus's ship problem here which is how many pieces of the Atlantic do you have to replace before it is no longer the Atlantic? <laughs> uh, and my answer is, if we just switch the Pacific and the Atlantic Oceans, 
we have doubled the value of our ocean <laughs> experiment. We've in fact drained two oceans, despite both of them still being full of water. <laughs> <laughs> so wait, how would you then, how would you switch the water? Uh, you'd have to like create this massive current that goes like under South America, or I guess it could go across the Americas if, you know, over this episode, we've not really had a concern for the current continents as we know them. So yeah, I guess true. we could move it over the continents. If we're trying to preserve human life in this scenario, we'd have to go underneath uh, South America, or we could just, like, uh, see how long it would take to go through the Panama Canal. <laughs> <laughs> Man, they're going to they're get some major tourism, actually. I mean, like, wow, this is the place where... All the water is going from now on. Yeah. Okay, well, there's, so what you could do is you'd have to, because there has to be a way to keep the two waters separate. So that way you, because mm-hmm. if you just put, a, if you do it glass by glass, you're going to accidentally take some of the Atlantic water back into the Atlantic. You know, if you're just using we big don't want pipes. That. We don't want that. That's no good. So you'd have to build, like we've talked about earlier already, the two big dams around both oceans. And you could just sort of like, <laughs> all right. <laughs> Um, you would have to find some mechanism that could, like, get all of it, just sort of scoop it up in a ladle, I guess, and, like, just just switch and drop. So, um, all right, something that we could do, we could, we could tie back in the space straws. We could suck up both bodies of water up into space, and so then it's just, like, a big ball of water in space. And then we sort of Uh move the the mouths of the straws, we switch their water bodies, and then... We suck them back down into their new homes. Um, and hopefully they don't mingle when they're up in space. But I think that that's pretty slim. Um. I think they are, too. Because when water's, when water's in space, it, like, it literally just becomes like a ball of water. And so yeah. I figure it'd be pretty easy to, to maneuver that. <laughs> At first, before you started explaining how you're going to use a straw again, I thought you were going to say, like, just move the ball of water over where like the ocean approximately should be and then just like let it fall back down to earth <laughs> just this massive crash <laughs> boom the officially the rainiest day in imagined earth history <laughs> it is so much rain <laughs> well sam i like that we that we came around full circle to the uh, to the straw i think the straw has been the most prevalent point other than the the ocean during this episode which okay, i'm kind of well, happy right. about I, I sense i sense you <laughs> wrapping up and i'm on board with that plan what is okay yes. so for the so for official documentation so that this all meant something what is your favorite plan so far uh which one are you going with in in 100 words or less um i think at first i wanted to go with draining it all and having the new society but i think we've got to go with the one where we take the dirt from everywhere else and fill it into the atlantic and just kind of displace the water to where it's like an inch tall across the entire earth and then now, we are talk- ourselves <laughs> are you talking live about on our the, own island <laughs> are you talking about the rim model or are you talking about the um the one where we're just sort of constantly running away from erosion the uh oh shoot i forgot there were two models yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, I guess, I guess the leaning into erosion one would be the most efficient because you are displacing society as little as possible when you do that. So I suppose that would be the best, the best option for us. Yeah. That's, honestly, that's, that's my, my favorite. personal favorite. Yeah. That's my favorite too. I do. I mean, obviously I have a soft spot for the space straw. 
Um, yeah. But <laughs> I don't want to... I'm a little bit worried about the practical implications of getting all the water back down. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that's my biggest fear is because the world... Dude, I don't know if you knew this. Earth is going so fast right now, man. It is super... <laughs> oh, it's going so fast. I'm it's worried flying. we might lose the water in the process, you know? Like, what if the water... Oh, no. <laughs> you know, like, we, we suck it all up into space, and then we realize after the fact, like, oh, God, I forgot the Earth moved, and now we have no water. All the water's gone. <laughs> no! <laughs> no, no, no! <laughs> so, all right, so that's my that's my, that's my my concern with that plan. So I do, I also favor the, uh-huh. rim, the rim solution. So, uh, listeners, here is the plan. If you want to drain the Atlantic Ocean... <laughs> What we here at Planning for the Worst recommend is we recommend that you fill it with dirt and then as the <laughs> edges of the as the edges of your new society start to crumble away into the brand new oceans that you've made what you should do is you should pull dirt from the inside of your new society and move it to the outside uh, and that should give you a few hundred years of solid rim life before your entire <laughs> society then at the edge of the rim just sort of crumbles into the sea. Um, and that's sort of yeah. a fitting end for for everything, in my opinion. Okay. <laughs> it's the circle uh, of life. It's beautiful. <laughs> it, it's the circle of life. And then, you know, ultimately, the circle of death. Um, <laughs> okay. Preston, I think this has been, I think that's a good place to end it. This has been another episode so of Planning for the Worst. Uh, mm-hmm. what do we got to, what do we got to talk about, Preston? What do we got to say? Um, <laughs> just like at the end of every single episode, just, uh, keep sending your ideas. If you come up with them, even if they're dumb, send them in. A lot of our ideas that we've got for future episodes have come from really dumb ideas and they turn out to work great. So if you think, nah, this is a dumb idea, send it in. Cause there's still definitely potential with dumb ideas. <laughs> and, uh, like Sam said in the last episode too, we'll give you guys a little shout out, uh, at the beginning of the episode, It'd be kind of fun, you know, some fun engagement with you guys who listen. Uh, and that would be, that'd be sick. That's pretty much all I want to talk about. I just yeah, yeah I just want well, people to follow, send in more yeah, ideas. I'll, well, I'll say real quick, follow us on our socials. We're on Instagram, Twitter, and mm-hmm. a, is there a different one? No, those are it. I think, uh, I think that's it because I've okay. I've made a Facebook account and I'm not really interested in doing it. So yeah, either. Jesus, who's even on? What's on Facebook? I don't. I'm I don't scared know. of Facebook. <laughs> there could be anything on there. Um, don't follow. <laughs> don't even go to Facebook to look us up. I promise we're not there, and I would hate for somebody to accidentally experience Facebook on our behalf. Uh, don't go there. Don't look there. Don't do Don't do it. Um, just don't. <laughs> please don't. We're not on there. Um, but we are on Twitter and we're on Instagram. Uh-huh. Just, you know, you can look up planning for the worst. You'll find us there. Um, yeah, we announce the episodes there and sometimes we tell jokes. Um, so those are places <laughs> to follow us as well. Um, mm-hmm. I'll say that sorry for the wait on this episode. You know, we're still trying to settle into a schedule and, you know, me mm-hmm. and Preston are kind of busy right now. So, it is yeah. harder for us to uh, get episodes out as consistently as we'd like to, but you know that'll only improve over time. So don't let yeah. don't let this episode coming out like two days late dissuade you. Um, we are because we'll doing our we'll best get it to... as we go. Yes, exactly. That's not going to mm. be a long term problem for us at all. Okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> all right. I think with I'm, that being I'm said, <laughs> Wait, do you have anything else? Oh, sorry. Uh, nope. No, I was no? just going to say. With that being said, I think this is a great place to wrap up. It's good to okay, go. great. Thank you so much for listening uh, to this episode of Planning for the Worst. <laughs> Thank you, Sam. <laughs> Goodbye, Preston. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs>